What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello and welcome to another episode with Espresso with Aaron and Sarit. I said that funny. Hey, on today's episode, we're going to be talking to you about how the chaos of our hormones that we all absolutely adore, we can take control of and use to our advantage to have fat loss success. So join us. Join us. Actually, join me while I take over the whole show right now. Um, so you guys, check this out. I don't know if you can see this because I can't really oh. zoom in on the camera. Yeah, I know. You know you're like, you're going to have FOMO. Street's going to have FOMO. You guys, I don't know if you can see this. Can you see this? See this cute little bracelet, you guys, like, you know, when you make when you're like 13 or like 11. Well, okay. So like an 11 year old made it for both of us and you are going to put yours on. It's slipped, in my backpack. I completely forgot. Slipped her mind. It's okay. I put mine on right away because I was very excited about it. Also because I'm 12. And um, L-Dub's niece made these for us. It says Emuna Strength. And it has a cute little gold thing in the middle. And it's also like our brand oh colors. God. It's adorable. And I'm actually very excited to wear it. And so shout out to KK. All right. That's my fantastic intro. To today's episode. Happy, happy day. Happy day to you all. Happy day. Okay. So hormones. You said love hormones. We better love hormones because they literally control everything for better or for worse. When our hormones are functioning in an optimized way, you get results. You live an optimized life because your body is your vehicle to your life. I believe that this is why, you know, if you are looking to drop weight or you want to improve your body is because you know that in an improved body, a, you know, a weight loss drop is going to improve your life, right? I mean, I remember that, you know, when I was unhappy with my body, I was so obsessed with, you know, um, getting, getting in better shape because I was not happy with the life that I was living. And right now I'm at a point, the obsession does not go away, by the way. It is continuing to grow and maintain what you've got because it affects literally every single conversation that you have. And, you know, like every experience that you have in a moment. You know, we can have two people who live in the same house or driving the same car. How would they feel within themselves about themselves is going to be completely different. Whether it's a Hyundai or a G-Wagon or a Lambo, that shit don't matter. How you feel about you within you is going to dictate everything. By the way, if you're looking to drop weight, how much weight are you looking to drop? Go ahead and, and um, drop it in the chat. Would love to know from you guys, just so that we can kind of see like what like what spectrum are our listeners, you know, like looking to achieve right now. I also, uh, if you have ever thought that your age has been something like a reason that you've been held back from losing weight, or if um, you're curious to know how we actually, um, damage our hormones and the way to repair them so that they work for you. We're going to talk about that on 
this episode too. So if you think I, I don't, I can't even count the number of women that I've spoken to who were like, you know, I've tried so many things and nothing worked. And so, you know, I was wondering if I had some issues with my hormones and I'm like, where did you get that idea from? Because there's a lot of stuff out there that's like, you know, if, if you have hypothyroidism or this or that, a slow metabolism, you know, oh, with age, your metabolism slows down, maybe, maybe, but there's a way for it to not. And if it has slowed down, there is a way for you to speed it back up. And so, you know, I want to go over at some point in this episode, how, how we end up like the behaviors that we have that trash our hormones so that they end up working against us. And then yes, we have a difficult time losing weight. Um, and then how to also repair that so that they work for you. And with, uh, in addition to Sarit's ask for you to put in the comments, like how much weight you want to lose, you said something about being obsessed. And mm -hmm. I'm curious to know if you can just be vulnerable, put obsessed in the comments if you think about your weight and the shape of your body at some point every single day, put obsessed and you look at yourself and it's not like I'm feeling myself. It's like, I'm obsessed with what I don't like about the shape of my body and my weight. And it doesn't make you a bad person to not be happy or pleased with where you're at. Um, this is also not to shame anybody because we've been there. This is just to get an idea of where we're at and also to help you to overcome all of this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm seeing in the chat from based on your guys' numbers, we're trending between 30 and 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. For the most part. Okay. So what you're actually uh, going towards, I, that that's what I want to, um, educate you guys on today so you guys when it comes to our hormones and you know the degree of their functioning there are five main contributors um that are within our control and we'll begin with it with high level and then we'll go like you know more detailed uh step by step so number one is muscle mass number two is age number three is your nutrition number four is training and number five is just, you know, like your hormonal panel in general. So for example, um, for anybody, if you have, uh, by the way, Michelle Fole, thank you for the inspiration and the positivity. It, it is true. What I want, I want each and every one of you to know, even if you have hypothyroidism or an autoimmune. But by the way, go look up Missy Luhu on Facebook. She's also shredded. It's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. Missy Luhu is Michelle Fall. Yeah. Um, so, so whether you have hypothyroidism or an autoimmune, know that it is possible for you. There is a way. As a matter of fact, um, I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism when I was 14 years old, you guys. And I was actually um, given med medication for that because when I was 13, um, I have an, a very obsessive personality. And, you know, once I ins inserted the idea of I want to change my identity, so let me start, you know, like losing weight. So I went from, you know, having some form of structure and a level of discipline, definitely no education or an understanding whatsoever. Go figure. I think we've all been there, done that to going like at the extreme way of just eliminating food. So, you know, I uh, basically intentionally starved myself, got to anorexia for a couple of months and it completely like, you know, like crashed my thyroid at a very critical age, like, you know, right around when you're hitting puberty and all this shit's happening and I just like went uh, 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 because I mean you my like body what? <clears throat> uh, 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 uh. that's what I thought I because my body was you know shutting down on me because I wasn't giving it what it needed so um I want to talk about autoimmune real quick before you get can I just give some shout outs to people who are here yeah 
because I love when you guys participate like so boldly and like, it's so cool. Okay. Who we have here. If I don't say your name, that doesn't mean you're not important. Okay. But I'm just going to fire through some of these. We got Heather in the house, Kara Binkley. We got a lot of Facebook users. This is a access thing. I don't know. Facebook user, Amanda McCormick, my buddies in the house, uh, Karina, Mel, Mel, JB, Aurora, Gina, Angie, Nicole, Tamara or Tamara. Love you. We got Amelia, Sherlyn, Anna, Michelle, Heather. I could say Jennifer, and I think I would cover like six of you. Janice is here. What's up, Janice? Tennyson's in the house. Rebecca Aponte is here. Morgenthaler, of course. Stephanie. Okay, cool. Two Stephanies. Amazing. Rachel's here. Good to see you guys. Okay, so real quick with regards to, uh, I want to touch on autoimmune real quick. I'm not sure if you notice whether it's with regards to you or your friends or other, perhaps it's female coworkers. Autoimmune for the last decade or so continues to become more prevalent. I'm not sure if you recognize that. And, you know, there is a reason for that. So with because of just increased prevalence in food processing and, you know, the convenience that comes along with it, you know, we started seeing this a generation ago, because if you think about it, let's say, can you just go ahead in the chat and drop like your age? I believe that the average age of um, the, the woman in our community is 42. However, so let's say if you're 42 years old, let's say, you know, like your mom is 65. So, 36. you know, by the time that your mom was like in her 20s, 30s, that's when, you know, we, we really hit full force the industrial age, right? Like back in the, um, you know, 60s, 70s, and our mom started to work. And you may have said, said that to yourself before that, you know, like, if you are busier, right, like, you know, start commuting, you have more on your plate, like, you know, there is a greater likelihood that unless you have learned to set systems for yourself, or you can still go the high route of eating clean, and, you know, making it convenient, you know, most likely, we're going to fall for the most prevalent form of convenience. And with that, it is, you know, what we see in the supermarket, like, you know, the frozen meals, the, you know, like, I mean, at this point in time, it's the, like, overabundant um, proximity to fast food places. I mean, forget the proximity at this point in time. It's like the Uber Eats app. Like, you don't even have to get out of your chair in order for you to get a meal. And most, most of the times it's compromised. And... I share this with you because when your nutrition is compromised, that is going to have an effect on your body in two ways, over time on your hormonal regulation, and immediately it will have an effect on the amount of inflammation that you're carrying in your body, okay, which can cause to increase weight gain, um, you know, a disturbed hormonal panel, over time Ooh. and you know like autoimmune is basically your body attacking itself it, it and it's it normally is developed by us being exposed in our internal environment to a lot of chemicals so it's not just fast food it's also like you know, like eating more foods out of cans, you know, like all the preservatives that really just put our body in a state of havoc. Your immune system is the, like is keeping you alive so that it can fight pathogens. Now, what happens when the food that we eat is an attack on the body? If you give your body like, like frequently enough, like the type of food that is going to make your body feel sick, your body is going to start attacking itself. And this, you know, if you have found 
um, you know, other women in your close surroundings, perhaps it's you. By the way, if you struggle with autoimmune, just go ahead and drop autoimmune in the chat. You know, it, it might not even be your fault. It could be because your mom was just doing her best and she didn't know any better. However, what's important for you to know is that it's not about where you're at. It's about where you're going. And there's definitely a way for you to turn it around. And by the way, if you want more help with that, just go ahead and drop help. If you know that you have autoimmune and perhaps you've tried everything under the sun and it doesn't seem to work. And maybe, you know, like you've heard things like, oh, I'm too old for this now. I mean, you know, like look at Michelle Full. Yeah, I actually asked her to share. I asked her and Kara because they both expressed how they were able to overcome certain things that are very common struggle. Yeah. And so I asked if she would share, like, what do you do? What are the things that you've done in order to overcome that? She actually responded, um, I've surrounded myself with better. Oh, I don't think that's the first one. I've surrounded myself with better people. ENS community and accountability buddies were a major impact. I surrendered to the process that this is my life and I am the solution. I also learning that small environmental changes help me climb the mountain rather than expecting to be on top of it by day two. Um, Michelle went through our inner circle program too and grateful to have been able to just walk with her through this process. And I think that, you know, very often we think uh, something I want to encourage you is if you do have some kind of diagnosis I say this because I feel like some doctors diagnose things they don't need to, but also I'm not a doctor, so I'm, I'm not here to say what is and what isn't. But oftentimes, regardless, when we get a diagnosis, we, then it becomes part of our identity. And when it becomes part of our identity, we begin to behave like that is us. So if your doctor says you have a diabetic gene, then if you absorb that as like, well, I'm a diabetic or like, you know, that that's my destiny. And you start to behave like somebody who is on their way to diabetes subconsciously. And so, you know, I want to encourage if you have any diagnosis or you have any illness that you've been told that you have, that it doesn't have to define you. Okay. It may or may not be real, don't know, but it doesn't have to define you, okay? Uh, Tammy Bell is a beautiful example. Mm. It does not define her and she overcomes things that otherwise, if, if she let it become part of her identity, her life would look very different, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so to know like I am the solution, you guys, if you've ever seen a miracle, you've heard uh, stories about miracles. You've watched movies about miracles happening, people being told that they were going to be paralyzed, that end up walking, you know, crazy things happen. And what I, what I have heard from every single one of those stories is that the, the person who had the miracle in their mind did not accept as part of their identity, whatever the diagnosis was. They said, no, no, I'm going to walk. And uh, Amber Lee, who we've had on our show, you know, a friend of ours also, same thing with her. She had like 30 something surgeries on one of her legs from a car, uh, motorcycle accident and was told like she would be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. She freaking works out. She dances. She was at our last in-person live event, killing it. And, you know, it's because in her mind, she said, no, this is not going to be my destiny because I get to choose different. And so you begin to behave different. And it's amazing that when you put your mind to something, what your body will become capable of. So I say all of this to inspire and empower you to create the best life you can live without identifying with something that somebody's diagnosed you with. Okay. That's all I want to say there. Amen. 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 Um, so that's with regards to that. Um, you know, we touched on nutrition. If, if there was one main umbrella, because there, when it comes to nutrition, you know, depending on where you're at and what does your current lifestyle look like, like, you know, we're, we're gonna 
take it on a personalized basis. However, blanket statement, right? If when it comes to optimizing your hormonal regulation, what you want to pay attention to is the quality of your foods. Again, you know, like that goes in line with, let's say, autoimmune or like, you know, hypothyroidism, anything along those lines, because there is a way out of it. And there is also a way to improve the state of your condition. And that is by creating a better environment for your body. You know, if something is made in a lab, it's going to take a lab to take it to to break it down. So, you know, like eat real food, not too much, mostly plants. That does not mean that you have to be a vegan. Right. Mostly plants means like, you know, vegetables, fruits. Yes. Fruits are your friend. You know, like when it comes to nutrition and I'm not sure if you've been a part of other communities or anything like that, but it's like, you know, like there, there's a joke when you start doing CrossFit, like how, how do you know if somebody does CrossFit, they will let you know that within the first minute. Like, I feel like, you know, like vegans will let it be known that they're a vegan within the first minute. If somebody does keto, they'll let it be known within the first minute. It's, it's, it's like not a about that type of right. It's like it, it's it's about following a principle, right? And what is the overall quality of your food? And I share this with you because you know you will hear a lot of people telling you things like, "Oh, fruit has sugar, therefore sugar is bad." If if there is one thing that I can tell to refute that is nobody in this world has gotten diabetes from eating green uh, granny smith apples or blueberries full stop end the story you want to talk about apple pie blueberry pie that's a completely different conversation so really what it comes down to is the overall quality of the food that you're consuming are you you know when you're going to the grocery store are you eating foods that you know are perishable or are you getting most of your stuff in boxes and cans and jars? You know, if it, you know, um, if it is not perishable, there's at least one ingredient that creates a longer shelf life, right? Which most likely is a chemical. You're not going to be able to leave chicken breast in the hot sun in Florida for more than shit, 30 minutes. Because it's going to go bad. Why? Because it's full with it's full of nutrients, right? Like insects, ants, you know, like what has a lot of nutrients, you know, like can denature or can be compromised sooner rather than later? What does not have nutrients? Um, I think there were studies that showed if you leave a McDonald's hamburger out, for six years, within six years, it would still look the same. So imagine that shit in your body. And imagine just doing it over and over and over again for days and years on end. If you leave a bag of chocolate outside in the hot sun too, it just becomes a chocolate smoothie. Still good. Still good. Sure. (laughs) Actually, the shape of like mold, like melted or molten, however you call it, chocolates. If you take a bar and then it like melts and then you open it up. Oh, no, they melt and then freeze it. It's like even better, I feel like. And then freeze it. It's just a chocolate chunk. Yeah. It's like, wow. (laughs) Like I can eat it like a savage. I don't have to like, you know, like one piece at a time. It's like a chocolate bunny, except for it's not hollow and it's not shaped like a bunny. Um. Another thing with food is, and one of the ways that, and this is more of behavior. Are you getting get to behaviors? Is behavior on your list somewhere? Mm-hmm. Food Be- behaviors. So I want to talk no. about this. Okay. So that would be a six point. So um, not just processed food, but also our behavior with food. So have you tried to lose weight more than Four times, more than five times. How many times have you tried to lose weight? Let's say, how many times have you started over? Okay, like this is the time. Put it in the chat. If you don't know, to say, 
was going to say, hey, guys, where's my Drop wit? Drop an S. Where's We're my, starting over. Where's my wit today? Okay. Um, so when we start and stop yo-yo. these diets, right? When we yo-yo back and forth, we, for one, our body doesn't trust us. Am I going to get food? How much food? Am I going to get a lot of food all at one time? Or am I going to get no food? Am I going to be completely like um, deprived of a specific nutrient, AKA carbs, or, you know, am I going to be like consuming the entire pantry in one sitting? So um, this obviously doesn't relate to every single person, but I would say the majority who come into this community have experienced that one or two times. And so, you know, what happens when we do that is not only physically are we like whacking up our hormones and the balance between them, but we're also mentally defeating ourselves and losing hope. So, you know, if we think, oh, I'm going to count calories, let's just use it as an example. I'm going to count calories and I know that I need to be at a calorie deficit, you know, and eat less than I burn. Okay. So if we do that for one, I would, I, from my experience, I've learned that most people don't really have confidence in how many calories they should be eating or how many they're burning. So it's kind of a guess anyways. And then as you continue to uh, play around with your hormones when you, when you don't recognize that you're doing that, even when you start eating less, it still doesn't work, right? You ever been like, okay, well, if I want to lose more weight, obviously I just eat less. And it actually has the reverse effect if done for too long or if attempted too many times. So then what happens is like we have slowed our metabolism down because if you've gone through any point of uh, depletion or, or starvation or severe restriction of calories, then your body wants to save whatever you're giving it because it's a survival mechanism. So if it's saving everything and then you put a whole bunch in and it's still saving things, it's not, your body is not metabolically active because when it is, it's utilizing energy calories to be active. And so your body, the goal is for it to be freely using energy that you put in without being afraid that it's not going to be getting more. Okay. So the good news is it's repairable, right? By being consistent and not extreme on either end. Mm -hmm. Okay. We all have moments and it doesn't just take one moment, right? Like, you know, we had a whatever and I ate a whole bunch of stuff and it's like happens once every six weeks. Okay. That, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the consistency of inconsistency. Okay. So if you've lost, if you've lost and then regained like more than 15 or 20 pounds multiple times, that's where it starts to get a little dicey and we get to repair. We get to repair. Yeah. Everything is figure outable. And this is why it's all about attitude because it, it really is just, it's a process of problem solving. And when you have the right attitude, you're going to persevere. If you have the right attitude and let's say, you know, you're working with a coach, whether it's someone on our team or someone else, doesn't matter. You know, like you might hear them say something and you're like, uh, you know, but I heard something else before. Like, you know, maybe your coach is like, well, like, have you considered adding blueberries? And you're like, oh, well blueberries a fruit it's got sugar therefore it's gonna make me gain weight Uh, I'm not gonna do that right like you're a lot more coachable when you have the right attitude and I feel like I'll well I see so many comments and then also and then also your state of mind right like are we being a victim to our own circumstances or are we living our lives just understanding that no matter what we are the source we are the problem and we are the solution 
You know what I mean? So okay. it's just a different way of looking at it and behaving. Okay. Look, so, so many of you said too many, too many to count. If you've never had a conversation with me or you've, you've like, you're recently new to our community, I would love to have a conversation with you so that you could get out of the cycle of losing and regaining. Okay. So here's what I need you to do. You're going to send me an email. The subject line is going to say victory over yo-yo. Victory over yo-yo. <laughs> and I just want to help you overcome this. Like, even if, I don't even know, it doesn't matter where our conversation goes. What I need to know is that I'm, we're doing what we can to help you. If you've come into our community and if you've raised your hand and you said, hi, I think that you can help me somehow, then we absolutely can. And I just want to show you how this community that you are in right now is beyond what you will ever find. I'm pretty sure. Also kind of biased but also pretty sure. So send me an email victory over yo-yo and tell me like what your goal is and what your challenge is. That's all I need my goal and what's challenging me. Okay. Whether, you know, I want to lose 50 pounds and what's challenging me is feeling like I don't have enough time or feeling like, you know, everything's just too hard or complicated or overwhelming or, um, you know, I've lost hope. Maybe that's the challenge. I've lost hope. Um, so do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Do that. Okay. So I want to talk about age real quick, which is tied in with muscle mass. So your age and the amount of skeletal muscle mass that you have is going to affect your functioning. Now, I don't know why I feel like most women believe that, you know, if their body changed after pregnancy, they're doomed. Mm. And I also feel like, and this is just from conversations that I've had with you guys, um, you know, before you transformed and then you saw the other side. Or, you know, like you feel like once you hit a certain age, you know, you're doomed as well. So what is important to note that once we do reach the age of 35, our muscles and our just skeletal structure in general starts to degenerate. This is why from a training component, doing weight bearing activities is really, really important because it is important that you build muscle mass because your muscles are the most metabolic organ. It's literally like, you know, for anybody who wants financial freedom, like you need to focus on getting to a point where you can earn passive income, right? Like muscles are to your metabolism what passive income is to your finances. So you want to start accruing it as early as possible, and you want to focus on it as much as possible. And it doesn't matter whether you're 20, whether you're 30, whether you're 50, whether you're 40, whether you're 50, or whether you're 60. It's just that most people have not gotten around the right education, and they just don't know what they don't know. And we are a byproduct of our environment. Right. So all their friends are like, oh, like, Linda, what, like, stop trying. Like, you know, we're just, you know, at, at our age, it's just supposed to happen. Not really. Not really. We have friends who are in their 50s and 60s and are looking jacked. True. And that's where we're headed to. But it's all about what type of information are you getting around? Like, and what are you doing about it? So, yeah, if you know that you've been struggling, just go ahead and, and email Aaron because this, the sooner you start implementing habits that are going to transform your body and your mind, 
it's going to touch every area of your life. It's going to touch your confidence. It's going to touch the quality of your relationships. It's going to, you know, touch your outlook on life. It's, mm. I don't know, it, it, it has been the anchor that has, that has shifted the trajectory of my life. So I can only speak from my own experience. And of course, having seen, um, you know, your guys' transformation. If you know that you've been through any of our programs and have been in the community for a while and your life has been transformed through these principles, this education and the messages, go ahead and drop transform. Transform. And if you're new, look at everybody who puts transform. It is possible for In the you. chat. And just like start making friends. Yeah. These people know they've been through it. They, you know, from, from a perspective also that you understand, like you can look at Sarit and I, and for anybody, like when you first came into the community, you, like you're like have, you know, but have they really had it hard, you know? And, you know, if, if you ever feel like, wow, we're talking directly to you and almost explaining your life better than you could articulate it. It's because you can only do that if you've experienced that. We know. So we feel you and we are legit on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours like nobody else in this industry does confidently and humbly. And I'll tell you why. Because right now, 42% of Americans are considered to be morbidly obese. And with 42%, big food, big soda, big pharma, we are trending at an increase of 5% literally every single decade. So I want you to like just take a look at one generation ahead of us. Your kids. Right? Like that's, that's over a 10% increase and that's just based on like adults. If you're looking at childhood and teenage obesity, multiply that number by two because we become a byproduct of who we surround ourselves with. That is our kids. Right. Today's it's, kids. It's not just about you living a healthier, happier, longer life, but it's about providing your kid this opportunity. I had such a beautiful conversation yesterday with a woman. Uh-huh. And it became emotional because I know moms, <clears throat> come here, closer, too close. That's weird. Back up. JB's dying <laughs> right now. <laughs> you will do anything for your kids. Mm -hmm. And sometimes one of those anythings is creating a better you. So it's so crucial that we can see it that way because when you create a better you, you know that they copy you. They do what you do. We've seen the videos of the kids doing burpees, the mom or dad does a burpee and then the kid throws themselves on the ground and does a wildly uh, seizure like burpee. And, um, you know, it's how we behave becomes how they behave. And so if you look back on your childhood, and this was the conversation, this is very powerful. I know you're about to cut me off. If you look back on your childhood, you can look at your adult life and you can probably see uh, how it makes sense that you are in the position that you are in. But the truth is that regardless of the number of books that are written on parenting, every situation is different. And every parent for the first time is always a first time parent. And, you know, all we do is our best. You know, you do your best, your parents, they did their best, whatever that looks like. Right. And so regardless of how amazing any of our parents are, none of us are perfect, but we have an opportunity to get our children to replicate what we do in a way that sets them up for success, right? So it's not just about us. 
-hmm. I know you want to look sexy. I know. Me too. But that becomes a byproduct. Becomes a byproduct of you respecting yourself by putting healthier foods in your body, by moving your body, by getting your blood flowing, by feeling great about yourself, by talking kind to yourself, by having compassion and grace on yourself without making justifications or excuses. Okay. And you have an opportunity mm -hmm. and it's amazing, but none of us are going to be perfect. So, you know, if anybody's thinking right now, like, ah, oh, I've screwed it up. No, no, no. It's a new moment right now. Right now is a new moment and you have a new opportunity. And it's perfect. Yeah. So think about how I would do anything for my kids. Let you be one of those things that you do for your kids. Yeah. Think about it this way. Your body today is a byproduct of your standards. Your family today is a byproduct of your standards. And if you are a mom, your standards become your family's standards. Yes? Drop a yes or a no. Dads play a really important role. Moms, though, like, there is such an integration in so many areas of our lives. Something that I see, that I hear very common especially with the rise of social media is young girls becoming more and more self-conscious about how they look and feel at a younger age. And when a mom is struggling with her own body and her, and her daughter has seen her go from this diet to that diet and, you know, just saying certain things about herself when she hears that her friend is doing a diet or whenever she's called fat by someone because she doesn't have um, a gap thigh or a thigh gap. I like gap thigh. Then, you know, like she's now going to get on that path and you can only help someone to the degree that you have helped yourself. That's leadership, you know? So the farther you go, the more wisdom you gain with regards to self-care, your own body what having high standards is. I believe that dieting does not mean that you have high standards. It just means that you're following some kind of plan. Right? Which might be a plan that's full of processed foods. Most of the times it is. Optavia. Yeah. Or Octavia. However, we're not going to get on a tangent. Right? So, like, if you have a daughter, she's going to follow that. And she's going to follow what's most common, what she sees other girls do, right? So I remember we, drinking Slim Fast when I was like 15. Me too. It's going to make me skinny. Me too. I wasn't even big. So, you know, like this is important because th this is the only way we can change the trajectory of where we're heading, not just for ourselves but for our daughters and for our granddaughters, because I mean, look at what our moms did, you know, because of the choices that they made their, you know, their moms, our grandmas did not have to deal with the same problems as our moms did. Even because back in the day, like still everything was made from scratch, right? So it's a different problem. And the problem now is just becoming faster and faster and faster. And with technology and your kids, you know, like kids have phones now, what, at the age of six or seven, like your child can just get Uber Eats as soon as they come back from school. Right. So this is so much a game of leadership and, you know, like until the standard rises on a higher level, the truth of the matter is, is that like, Big Pharma, Big Food, Big Soda, they are the biggest companies that are running America. So they have the power and they're manipulating us. They want us to be fatter. They want us to be sicker. They want to put us in boxes so that we can give them more money. 
that's not actually helping us to get ahead. Unfortunately. Right? So like there is a separation. And when you look at all these things, like you got to ask yourself, what's like, what's happening here? Can, can I give them some like tools? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so real quick, you know, muscle mass matters and, you know, like muscle degenerates more with age. So age is a contributor as well. However, what's important for you to know is that just because you're at a certain age, that does not mean that you cannot build muscle. That does not mean that, you know, like your, there's no hope for your metabolism. Yes, because our muscles are the most metabolic organ, our metabolism also starts to slow down as we age. You know, this it, is it, why. Hold on. So it slows down more rapidly. However, that doesn't mean that it has to necessarily slow down significantly. Right. Right. But it's going to be very much based on lifestyle habits and behaviors. And, you know, the, depending on your lifestyle and behaviors and what it was like before, depending on your situation, you can actually speed it up. However, just because your situation is not ideal, it does not mean that it is not possible. And, you know, like too many times when a situation is not ideal, we think it's impossible for us. No. So we need to ask ourselves better questions. And the question is, why? Like, why? Right? Or how? How? Sorry. I, I meant to say how. I said why. So how, speaking of how, I want to give you guys some tools and some things that you can think about and start implementing into your own lives. Because we can talk about all these things and you're like, oh my gosh, make so much sense. Cool. Oh, and you like learn things. But then what do you do? Okay. So to move forward for one, you know, resistance training, some kind of resistance. What I mean by that is your muscles are facing resistance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Weights are a great way to do that. Uh, sometimes bands are a great way to do that, but to start putting resistance on your muscles and lifting something. Okay. Um, also if you think about nutritionally, and, you know, when we talked about being all in and then like all or nothing, essentially, what you can do is start to, this is like one of our major principles is better than, and you can start to just incorporate things. If you normally have a McDonald's burger, maybe you just make your own burger or, you know, maybe go to a place that makes cleaner burgers, right? So it's better. It's a better option. And you begin to move in the right direction. Michelle was saying, finally, like coming to terms with that, I, I get to climb the mountain rather than expect myself to be on the top of the mountain in two days. Okay. So start climbing the mountain. And I'll tell you, is it better to try to jump up a flight of stairs and then keep falling down and then try to jump again and fall down and try to jump again and fall down? Or is it better to just take and more efficient to take one step up the stairs at a time? For some people, two steps, they can still make it work, but you can see it's a gradual increase, right? An elevator, an elevator doesn't skip floors. It has to pass every single floor to get to the floor it's going to. It can't skip floors, right? Neither can you. We get, we get to go to every one. Okay. And you might stop on floor two and be there for a minute. Cool. And then to floor three, but better to do that. And it take a minute than to try to jump all the way up the flight of stairs and just keep falling. So that's the other thing is choose options that are better than what you would choose otherwise. Um, and when you do your workouts or when you do your fitness, it rather than, you know, when you start over, we get this like boost of motivation, usually on a Monday or January 1st. And we go, we're like, I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week. And I've got to do an hour of cardio every day. And it's very extreme and it's not what we've acclimated to. So we can't keep up with it. So just say, I'm going to go for a 20 minute walk three days a week. Or I'm going to go for, you know, depending on where you're at, if you're already a little bit more experienced, but you've been inconsistent, you know, what, whatever, you know, you have a hundred percent confidence you can stick to just start with that. 
Mm -hmm. Just start there. And if you want to extend this conversation, my email address is right here. Send me an email. If you've, you know, been in that cycle of yo-yo, if you're ready to change and you're willing to do the work and you're willing to put in the time and the effort and the energy for yourself, then send me an email. It says victory over yo-yo. It was something like that. I don't yeah. know. You can put whatever you want in the subject line. Just tell me what your goal is and what is like the biggest challenge that you have right now. And we'll go from there. Yeah. Also, just a heads up, we want to invite you guys to the five-day spring leaning challenge that we have kicking off on Monday. And I believe next week, because of the challenge, we may or may not have We are espresso. not doing espresso. Those are going to be the espressos every single day of the week next week. And if you can't make the time... That is okay. You can watch the replay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, you do need to register. However, boom, putting the link in the chat for you guys. I'll also put it here. Bada boom, bada bing. Springleaning.com. Kind of like cleaning, but without the seat. Springleaning.com. It's like, it's like to mater, but without the to. Yeah. Getting lean for spring. Okay. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be a brand new challenge for anybody who's done our challenges. Uh, we've never done this before. And uh, for anybody who has not done any of our challenges, expect it to be a treat. Yeah, you for sure want to show up. And we do like impromptu surprises and giveaways sometimes with really cool things. So you have to be present to win. That's right. That's right. Okay. That being said, you guys stay fresh, stay fly. Remember that anything is possible as long as you believe it. And as long as you've got the right support team around you and we're here to support you and we're here to help you to pursue your greatness because that's why you're in the community because you know it. Now let's get us to a point where we feel it. We express it 365 days of the year. Amen. All right, you guys. That being said, we'll see you in the five-day spring leaning challenge.